fluff. Don't worry about your dick. That's going to come later. No lies. I just masturbated. Just real women. Cock rings. Cock rings. Talking real sex. I am so bruised on my girl bits. Sex gets real. Sex gets so real. So real up in here. With Dawn. What's the most sensitive part of your cock? And Dylan. Let's talk about the elusive clip. Now get ready to get real. Eating pussy. There you have it. Hey, it's Dawn again. Before we get to our super awesome episode, don't forget my relationship communication boot camp is on Meetup. If you're in the Washington, D.C. area, I would love to see you there. There's a link on our website, sexgetsreal.com. And our first session is Thursday night, June 11th at 7 p.m. in South DuPont. And now for the rest of our crazy madness and drama. Hey, everybody, it's Dawn. <laughs> and Dylan. <laughs> we're here. Oh, we're actually recording this a little ahead of schedule because I am going to be in Vancouver for uh, several days seeing Alex. Mm. And then I'm going to pop down to Portland and spend some time with some friends. Cool, so I will cool. be traveling. So Dylan and I are recording this a little early. This will be coming out in early June. <clears throat> oh, yeah. By the time this airs, it's going to be right before Pride. Yeah. I know. What are you doing for Pride? I'm going to be down in the city, enjoying festivities, uh-huh. doing all kinds of stuff. I'm nice. in a hotel room. Sweet. Mm-hmm. That's going to so be fun. Be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to do, we're definitely going to do the parade. And then uh, some friends are throwing. A... Oh, are you going to be here this year? Yep. Okay, because last year you were out, right? Right. Last year I was okay. in Portland. Oh, right, right, right. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. But so this year I'll be here for Pride, so I'll be at the parade, mm-hmm. and then on Sunday morning, some friends of mine are throwing a huge brunch party that's mm. been a tradition for many years, mm-hmm. and so we're doing... The P&P party? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's changed a little bit. Now it's Pride and Pancakes. Oh, okay. Um, since there's new hosts, but... I hear you. Yep. But it'll be really fun, so everybody's going to get together and be hungover mm-hmm. and eating pancakes and talking and wearing our rainbows and like all that kind of stuff so yeah it'll be super fun but yay for gay pride yeah your friends aren't getting that room anymore Uh, i don't think so yeah not together anymore right yeah so we'll just probably hang out somewhere and catch catch the mutual friends coming down from maryland so oh nice yeah 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 she wants to always uh Party. Party. Yay, pride. Okay. Okay, so we've got like lots of amazing randomness to talk about, and I am about to gross you the fuck out. Okay, bring it. Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> okay, so Leah is one of our listeners, and she wrote to us about a double blowjob office guy. Okay. But that's not where this is going to really go. Okay. I will read her email to you, and then I will explain to you what her email means, because I don't think you know, because I didn't. Okay. Are you, you ready? Have, did you have to Google it? I did. Oh, jeez. And then I will horrify you and our listeners. Let's do with it. With what this is. So, <clears throat> yeah. Um, am I pre-gagging? Please have a trash can. Here, okay. Bye. Okay. So here it goes. Ladies, I really enjoy your show. I work with a guy, and we happen to work in the same office. I gave him a double blowjob at a blowjob party in high school. Every time I walk past him, he has a goofy grin on his face. We played the waffle game at the party, too. I didn't have to eat the waffle at the end, either. The guy I was sucking came second, not last. I never know what to say to him when I'm around him. He did have yummy cum, though. A double blowjob is hot, but I did it once at that party, and I don't think I'll ever do it again. I was horny in high school. I loved giving head. Leah. (laughs) So, Leah really apparently likes cock. But I didn't know what the waffle game was. Do you? 
I don't. Let me tell you what the waffle game is. I'm trying to figure it out from the context because it said something about don't worry because I didn't have to eat the waffle. Yeah. Well, here's the soggy waffle game. Oh, disgusting. Is it going to be filled with cum? When a a group of males sit in a circle surrounding a waffle biscuit or cookie and continually masturbate until everyone has ejaculated on the waffle, the last person to ejaculate has to eat the waffle. The last person to ejaculate? So that it's covered in everybody else's cum. So a guy has to eat the waffle? Well, it says that this is guys, but it sounds like she played the game, and so it can be any gender. But Uh, basically, it's a race, because you don't want to be the last person to come, because if you're the last person to come, then you have to eat everybody else's cum on the waffle. Isn't that the most horrific thing you've ever heard? That is disgusting. I know. That's Uh, the worst thing. And, like, this is on Urban Dictionary, so... I wouldn't really believe someone would actually do this because eating a whole bunch of other people's cum is kind of the most unsafe thing I can think of. But because it's on Urban Dictionary, I'm like, oh, that's just like a gross thing people say. But here's our listener saying that she actually played the game, but she didn't have to eat the waffle. And I'm just like, that's amazing. I can't even believe they're playing those games in high school. Like spin the well, no, that's not true. I had friends who were having constant anal sex because they were Mormon and they felt like if they had anal sex, then they were still virgins. We talked about that, but anyway. So I yeah, in high school, that. I wish I would have known. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> you anal, you I'm anal, anal addict. I know I'm an yeah, anal addict. No way. I mean, like literally in high school, all we did was play spin the bottle. Oh we no. Did. I mean, like no, we were having sex and everything yeah, too, but yeah, we weren't yeah. like doing that kind of shit, uh-uh. like circle jerks or whatever. No, yeah. Like no, people were having sex. Or, like, jerking off for hand jobs or whatever, but it wasn't, like, big sex Yeah, because it was anything. like, okay, so we played spin the bottle, but then you'd go up and have sex with somebody completely different, not, like, whoever, you know, your usual, yeah. you always have, like, your usual high school right. hookups, whatever. Right. But, oh, God. <laughs> I know. I do have a friend, though, who loves to eat cum. She just fucking loves the taste of cum. Well, she would She would rather just, like, it's, minus the blowjob, just eat the cum. <laughs> I'm gagging right now. <laughs> 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 No. Yeah, I have to say, no. I really support her love of cum. That is not me at all, no. but good for her because some people have to totally love it, right? Yeah, totally. Like in porn, when they shoot into a girl's mouth and then she just rolls it around and keeps it on the tip of her tongue. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> really? They do eventually push me. it back out. Yeah. They just make it drool back out or whatever. Yeah. But I'm like, ugh. <laughs> I can't watch those. I can't. Where, where at the end, you're like, oh, God, that shit's in her eye when it's spewed all over her face. Okay, like all 10 or 15 or however many fucking guys are at that porn circle jerk gangbang thing. Bukkake. And they all, yeah, the Bukaki page. And they fucking, I don't know. You yeah. know that shit got in her eye. I know. You know, and that And you know burning. she's got pink eye the next yes. day. Yes. Yes. Not. And then, yes. And then it's like, oh, God, can you imagine? But do you think no. she has really good skin? Maybe. Because it's supposed to be good Okay, so here's what I found. Because, you know, I like... protein. Well, I like it when when guys come on my chest, you know, and, like, I will wear it for a while. Well, I have found that if I leave it on too long, I actually will break out. Oh. Because I think it forms, like, this barrier that actually prevents air from getting Uh, through. Oh, yeah. So, like, I think if it gets on you and you kind of rub it around and then you wash it off, that's one Mm -hmm. thing. But, like, I found if I just leave it on for a couple of hours and then it gets all kind of dry and crusty Mm -hmm. and stuff, then Mm -hmm. I actually will break out oh. yeah so yeah. it might just be me but I also have really sensitive skin mm. Mm. 
Mm. So um, thank you for writing to us, Leah, because you just made Dylan actually vomit. (laughs) (laughs) Horrible. Well, speaking of cum, Mm -hmm. we got this other email from Robbie the Love Robot. (laughs) And we were talking recently about what kind of porn would you make? Mm -hmm. And Robbie had an idea. So Robbie wrote to us and said ideas for porn. Robbie, you wanted ideas for porn if you would be making it. I like real people, not porn people. I don't like fake boobs or people who live at the gym, though a nice runner or a yoga or bicyclist's ass is hot. How about start by interviewing a real couple who are either swingers or want to try it, and then bring in a third person for them to meet and then get real with, or a second couple for some monogamous group sex. Maybe they slop if they feel comfortable doing it. It would be really hot if everyone identified as bisexual and they all had an opportunity to experiment with each other real time. I kind of actually like that idea. Like, Mm -hmm. that could be really hot. Mm -hmm. And then Robbie closes it, and you and I had a little sidebar about this, so we'll continue it here. So it says, have the couples finish with their normal partners and a cream pie if they are fluid bonded and using birth control, of course. So first of all, Robbie, I love that you know the importance of fluid bonding and whether or not they're using birth control. So mm-hmm. thank you for being really conscious of that, because that is awesome. And then at the end, he says, for some reason, I like to see semen dripping from a vagina, don't you? And we had a little sidebar about cream pies, <laughs> because cream pies are huge. Yeah. You know, like, if you go to any porn site, it's a whole category to mm-hmm. itself. And I've certainly seen videos where... Mm-hmm. The guy comes inside of her pussy, and then the video goes down and waits for it to dribble out or yeah. whatever. And you were saying you don't mind them, right? Right. I don't dislike seeing it. Yeah, mm-hmm. but do you like it? If you don't dislike it, is it technically that you like it? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I don't dis. I don't th- like. Like, we were just talking, spooge on the face is kind of gross, so I'll just, like, flip it or stop the video by the time it gets to that, or fast forward. Mm -hmm. But if there's spooge coming out of the vagina, I don't fast forward through it. (laughs) I'll I'll watch it. Sometimes it's nice if it just comes out naturally, as opposed to her pushing it out, because you can see her Uh, cables going, mm -hmm. you know, getting it out. Yeah. And then there's the anal cream pies, too. Oh, well, Mm -hmm. you like anal anything. (laughs) Like, let's be honest. Yeah. So those are okay. So I yeah. yeah, I guess I don't mind. I don't dislike. Mm-hmm. I don't fast forward. So I guess I could like yeah. cream pie shots on porn. See, it's not never something I would go look for. Mm-hmm. Like if I want to get off, I would never ever go to. choose cream pie. Okay, I would go to other things. And right. if there is one in it, then that's fine. And here is what the difference for me. If I feel like the actors are just banging it out Uh because they're in porn and there is a cream pie, then it kind of actually grosses me out. Because I'm like, you don't even like each other. You know, like, I can just tell no and bleh and use a condom. (laughs) And I actually find it really hot when I see condoms in porn a lot. You know? Uh, There's just something to me like, oh, they respect each other. But... If I watch a video that's really sensual and I feel Mm -hmm. like the actors really are connecting Mm -hmm. and they've got that really great heat and chemistry and there's intimacy and like I can feel how much they like each other, Mm -hmm. then I'm not bothered by the cream pie because I'm Mm -hmm. actually like, well, that's kind of (laughs) hot. It's very situational for me. Yeah. I mean, I don't ever click on the cream pie tab. Yeah. So if it's in whatever scene that I'm watching. Yeah, then you just like watch But it. I'm the complete opposite of you. I'd much rather <clears throat> see bareback porn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And I know it's like a, I, I have to search for it now. I mean, mm-hmm. if I watch some of the newer stuff, of course, everybody's wearing condoms because mm-hmm. they have to. Yeah. But um, if I can catch one without. And it's funny because I'll, I'll turn it. Mm. I'm like, um, oh, this looks good or whatever. And then I'll watch. And then all of a sudden <gasps> oh, I see a condom on. And I'm like, mm, I'm going huh. go to I'll go to a different one. See, I think it's so weird. I think it's interesting. Well, because, because I think to we me, use I, porn differently. I use porn and imagine mm-hmm. myself as the girl. Oh, I never. Yeah. So if I'm imagining myself mm-hmm. in that video, mm-hmm. I need that video to be something that uh, I would likely you would be do. Okay with. Now, it doesn't have to be super real. Like, you know, it might be eight dudes mm-hmm. and her. Right. And like, that's kind of a hot fantasy. But like, I have to like all the dudes. I have to like what they're doing mm-hmm. to her. I have to like the way they're treating her mm-hmm. because I project myself into the video. Right. So that's one of the reasons why I like James Dean porn so much is because when I watch porn I project myself into that scene <laughs> want to be fucked so by James I Dean. like how he touches their face yeah. and I like how he whispers mm-hmm. in their ear and how he uses eye contact and it's one of the reasons why I cannot watch porn that's completely just putting things in holes and moving Rough it around and, whatever, and there's yeah. no connection because mm-hmm. I don't want that kind of sex yeah and so I think what you're doing is you're watching just like stuff that's total fantasy and Yo, stuff totally. that's like, mm-hmm. oh, I would never do this in real life and that makes right. it hot. So I think we just use it differently. Some of it I would do, of course. Some of it I would yeah. enjoy. It's just yeah. I would never imagine myself as that person. And then to me, I just think that raw mm-hmm. porn, no condom is just so, it's so dirty. <sighs> it's so naughty yeah. to me. So that's why I think I would prefer because I'm like... Oh, that's just boring. They're being safe sex and whatever and all that stuff to me. You know, it's like boring to me. Uh-huh. So I'm just like, oh, he's got a condom on. Click to the next one. That's so whatever. Funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's so weird. Like, I don't know. It's just, a, I think it's just a little mental uh-huh. thing. Yeah. You know, not that I wouldn't, I would not do it that way. Of course, uh-huh. obviously, if I was just some like skank ass whore or whatever and not married or whatever and just free dogging it, I would not be mm-hmm. somebody who just goes and gets raw peen. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, definitely would be a person who, of mm-hmm. course, we talk about it. Everybody needs to be safe. Yeah. Here's my latest lab, whatever. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, Alex mm-hmm. and I had the conversation once, and I think that it made him a little uncomfortable, honestly. But if at some point we're together a really long time, and we... I mean, because we've been talking about all kinds of stuff with mm-hmm. our future. And if at some point we're, like, living together and we're super committed, I would be open to potentially fluid bonding. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, whoa. And, well, he was just kind of like, there's no real reason to need to do that. You mm-hmm. know? I mean, we can have awesome sex and still be safe mm-hmm. for the rest of our lives. Yeah. And he's very right. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like... And I honestly don't really care because mm-hmm. I like having sex with condoms right. and barriers. And, you know, for me, that's really hot. Mm-hmm. I love seeing that condom get pulled out and knowing, mm-hmm. like, I'm about to get fucked. Damn. You know, like, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But it's something that, like, yeah, if I'm going to spend the next 20 or 30 years with you, mm-hmm. you know, that would be something on the table. Yeah. Yeah, when I watch porn, I mean, not all of the videos that I watch, they use condoms. Mm-hmm. But I like seeing them. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think it's because I picture myself in that scene. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think, yeah, the way that we're experiencing our entertainment. That's right. Is a little different. But that's okay. Yeah. That's what makes us so cool. Exactly. Different. So thank you for writing in with your idea for porn, Robbie. I actually really like this concept of taking real couples and then giving them the opportunity to experiment on screen. Mm-hmm. I think that could be really super cool. In all of my porn, when I make it, it will always be safer, safer yeah. sex. So it's always going to be condoms, gloves, uh, dental dams, like mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. But that's just the kind of story that I want to tell because right. I want people to see those things as sexy. 
Because the longer people think it's not sexy, the more problems we're going to have with safe sex. Is that, am so, I one of those? Yes, you are, actually. <laughs> I'm one of those people who have a problem with this. I'm like, damn it. I'm not going to watch this porn anymore. Everybody's wearing condoms. <laughs> get over it. I know. Yeah. I'd have to go into the archives of porn and go, go get Debbie Does Dallas on the DVD Seriously. version. Seriously. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Uh. So we have some, like, really super fun things to also talk about. So thank you to our listeners for writing in. We've got some other listener stuff, but we'll save those for future episodes. First thing, did you see that article that was in USA Today about Vienna making all of their uh, traffic lights same-sex couple pictures? No. Yeah, it was awesome. It, the article says officials... They're making all of theirs? Did well, I think the like a, be all upset? Well, okay, so <laughs> here's the thing that I'll tell you. So the article is in USA Today. It's been all over. It's been on NBC and stuff. And so officials from Vienna um, said that they have these new pedestrian crossing lights that will make pedestrians and drivers look twice. Dozens of pedestrian cross lights in Vienna now feature same-sex couples that turn green for go and red for stop. And oh. the couples have little hearts that float above their heads I or stamped on their now. chest. Oh yeah, God, how cute. So they want to raise awareness for traffic safety because they're trying to get people's attention. And Vienna also has a really huge gay community. And so mm -hmm. they um, have been using gender neutral, fi neutral figures for a while. But now they want to do these same-sex traffic lights. So I think that's just super awesome. That's and awesome. I really want more countries to take that on because, one, it is attention-getting. You, like, double-check. Totally. Double and that like, helps with safety. But just to bring awareness to, like, same-sex couples are awesome and they deserve our support and all that kind of stuff. Now, I have not had the resilience to do this, but somebody on Facebook who also shared this article said do not read the comments because it will make you lose faith in humanity. Oh. And apparently the comments under this article are like gay bashing haters. and haters mm -hmm. and like always that way. all this kind of stuff, which is just ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, if any of our listeners do that crap, I'm not okay with that. Yeah. Like that is not cool. That is such Bitches. bullshit. Yeah. So don't do that. But I think our listeners are too cool. Cause honestly, if our listeners listen to us and like, you're all awesome lesbian and we're all yeah. like crazy, whatever. I can't imagine because mm -hmm. our listeners are badass. Hell yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so same sex traffic lights in Vienna and I'm going to post a link on our website, sexgetsreal.com so you can see the pictures. They're super cute. They're cute. Yeah, they're really cute. It's like two little girl figures and two little mm -hmm. guy figures. And although I do also love that they have like gender, gender neutral mm -hmm. signs. And I know a lot of bathrooms are starting to take that on gender neutral yeah. signs. So that's really cool. So, yeah, I want to see more of that, especially with Pride coming up. You know, like, all summer is Pride. Wouldn't it be cool mm -hmm. if every city, when they did their Pride, like, so D.C. has Pride in June. Yeah. Wouldn't it be cool if all the D.C. stuff did, like, Became, little same-sex yes. couple, like, crosswalk signs and stuff? Mm -hmm. Oh, my God, that would be for awesome. For the whole month. Yeah, for and the whole month. And just the switch. Exactly. Yeah, I think that would be super cute. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, something really potentially disturbing is going to happen on Twitter. Okay, let's hear about it. Yeah, so this article came out in the Daily Beast a couple of days ago. Apparently, somebody from Twitter has leaked that Twitter is preparing to purge and or disable 10 million users that all post porn. And they're calling it the Great Porn Purge of 2015. And basically, it sounds like Twitter is preparing to remove all porn stars and porn companies from the Twitter site. And 
that I think really sucks because one of the things that's set Twitter apart all of these years in social media is that they have really been very free speech oriented. You know, so Facebook doesn't allow any kind of sexual postings or any kind of like sex stuff at all. You can't really get porn on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't put that kind of stuff on LinkedIn, Instagram, Instagram posts. Yeah, Instagram yeah. removes it, all that kind of stuff, <laughs> that big, you know to do with the girl bleeding on her period and Instagram oh, right. removing it. So like they're very strict. So Twitter has been really the only platform that allowed open sexual discussions to happen. Mm-hmm. And some of that was porn, but even just like as a sex educator, I can't promote our podcast on Facebook. Oh, you wait a minute. Oh, what do you mean? Well, we can have a sex it's real page. page, but I can't do Facebook ads. If oh, I, I try to do Facebook ads because we talk about sex saying. and sexuality, mm-hmm. that's actually forbidden by Facebook's oh. rules. And I tried to do an ad that was non-sexual, but mm-hmm. just promoted the podcast. Mm-hmm. And they actually wrote to me and said, if you try to do this again, we'll not only disable your podcast Damn. page, but your personal page will be f- removed from Facebook what and you'll fuck, be banned Mark for Zuckerberg? life. Exactly. British so British. Facebook really monitors yeah. that stuff very closely. And like part of me, you know, is like, oh, I mean, there are a lot of kids on there, but at the same yeah. time, there's parental controls and like that right. should be a parent's responsibility and all that kind of stuff. So Twitter has been the only place where people like Lance Hart or Jessica Drake or mm-hmm. any of these queer porn folks that I met mm-hmm, a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. can actually like interact with their fans mm-hmm. on social media. Yeah. And, and a lot of it's normal. You yeah. Know, like it's total normal, normal just, stuff. Just like I'm at breakfast. Right. Being able to answer questions. Here's my cat. I've seen Lance Hart and his cat pics. Oh my God. Uh-huh. He loves his yeah. cats. Yeah. They're the best. And so one of the things that this article is talking about is the fact that because up until now, porn stars have been able to get on Twitter and actually share about their lives, Mm -hmm. that people are starting to see them as human beings. Mm. And that's been such a pain point for porn stars for so many years Mm -hmm. is a lot of porn stars get treated like disposable human beings, Mm -hmm. you know, like the tissues that guys are coming into. And it's been a really difficult thing for them. Mm -hmm. And so on Twitter, because porn stars have been able to actually like show themselves without any makeup or show themselves Mm -hmm. out with their mom or like grocery shopping they're starting to be treated with a lot more respect and so they're really afraid that if twitter takes this away not only are like little independent porn folks who use this to survive and make money are going to really suffer but it's going to kind of push porn back into the dark ages a little Mm -hmm. bit where porn stars aren't seen as human beings anymore because they have no way to really connect with their audience Mm -hmm. So I think this is something that's going to get a lot of attention in the coming weeks, in the coming months, and I think there's going to be a huge backlash if Twitter does this, and I think it would open the door for some other type of social media thing to get started. Oh, right. You know, I mean... that's not by uptight people. Right. And so, like, I get the importance of protecting young folks, but... And Dylan has just started a new company. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, like, I know I don't use Twitter to see porn, Mm -hmm. but I do use Twitter to follow porn stars Mm -hmm. and find out what they're up to and to, Mm -hmm. like, find out what's happened at the AVNs. And, like, I promote our podcast there. There is a whole other section of it, though, that where you can watch little porn clips mm-hmm. and porn pictures and yep. GIFs and whatever. Yep, and um, their pages are marked as 18-plus mm-hmm. adults only. Mm-hmm. I really think this would be just a total miss for Twitter mm-hmm. if they do this. And, I mean, I'd love to hear from our listeners. Like, do you follow any porn stars on Twitter? Or do you <clears> fi- follow any pages that do sexual stuff? I mean, 
it's we're allowed to promote our podcast there and while i can't do paid ads on twitter mm-hmm. twitter does not allow paid ads it does allow me to post pictures that say things like cunt or fuck or yeah. you know those kinds of things and and i can't do that as easily on facebook mm-hmm. you know right right so um does on Instagram, though, could a porn star have an Instagram account but not post as, any yes. sexy pictures of So course. that's what Lance Hart does. Lance actually promotes his company on Instagram, mm-hmm. and he will post pictures when everybody still has their clothes on. Mm-hmm. Um, or he'll post a picture that. where, like, you can tell they're naked, but you can't see any nipples mm-hmm. or genitals. Right. So you can kind of get around it, but I think he toes the line. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of other porn stars that do, too. Like, I follow a couple of other porn stars, like that Miss Quinn, who does a lot of clown porn. Yeah. And, which is, like, really fascinating mm-hmm. to me. Because um, I think I was following Asa Akira mm-hmm. on and she, you know mm-hmm. who she is, on Instagram. Yeah. And it was always like, you know, uh, yes, she was promoting herself and whatnot and the hashtags and all that or whatever, but yeah. the pictures were always just yeah, sexy but not sexual. Yeah. But I think it'll be, I think that'll be something that's really interesting. And mm-hmm. I also think it'll be a real shame if that happens because, mm-hmm. you know, I also know like a lot of dominatrix and sex workers who use Twitter right. and that helps them to connect with their audience mm-hmm. in a really safe way. And yeah. I feel like when you take away access, that may, makes things more dangerous for people mm-hmm. who choose that line of work. So yeah, just that's, it's really interesting. We'll keep an eye on it and we'd love to hear how you guys use Twitter to be sexy and connect with sexy folks. This but, country censors so much stuff, and they, oh my God, they really keep does. things dirty. You know what I mean? When, yeah. they, when they don't have to be, and I think I agree. I don't. We're so in the dark ages compared to the rest of you know Eastern Europe uh-huh. or wherever that is so much more. Yeah. Ahead of us on that kind of shit, you know, like the same sex stoplights mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Like that would be, good God, can you imagine that in like Louisiana or oh Alabama? my God, oh my talk God. about riots! They're like the fucking. The- <laughs> The, the, the gay has, agenda's the, taking the over. Has risen. Yeah, it's like <laughs> the end of the world mm-hmm. now. Yeah, save the gays. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. Okay, so um, really quickly, I'm going to ask you. There's this thing called pink box vending. Mm-hmm. And somebody that I met at SexX Interactive is actually one of the sponsors of it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a sex toy vending machine mm-hmm. that they put in like clubs and, and bars and stuff. Mm-hmm. If you were to walk up and you saw a sex toy vending machine, and, like, let's pretend you're not married, and okay. you're just, like, out for, like, a hookup, and you walk up to the sex toy vending machine, what would you love to see in there to, like, buy for a badass night? <clears throat> like, if it were me and I knew that I would... <laughs> Latex gloves. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say! I want I want there to be nitrile gloves. Uh-huh. Oh, I want yes, there to non-latex be, gloves. I want nitrile. there to be both internal condoms, or female mm-hmm. condoms, and yes. male condoms in various sizes. Mm-hmm. Um, I would want there to be little sample packets of lube for yes. like a dollar yep. and both silicone, water-based. Mm-hmm. So you have the option. Stuff. So yeah, yep, you have the option. And so of course all safe. of this stuff to be healthy, safe, body safe stuff. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Cause like that's... little like vibrating cock rings. Uh-huh. As a lesbian, I would obviously be out in the club and not, not packing anything. But if I had a hookup and wanted to get busy that night, then my hands are the only thing that I have available. Uh-huh. Dental dams are an option, but if I just met you, I'm a little leery about going right. down on some uh, yeah. some beef. So a hand would be the yep. Let's be safe, and then we could be safe. You know, just yeah. Plus, I think it's so naughty and dirty. And oh well, did I ever tell you? I think I mentioned this on the podcast that one time I was at Dyke Night at 
mm-hmm. um, Apex, and mm-hmm. that Fister yes. person had she the. Like, yep. She was doing it in the bathroom. She was. Yes. She was fisting girls in yes. the bathroom, and she had her purple latex gloves hanging out of her back pocket. And she had her tattoo on her wrist, which was her stopping point for fisting. It was a double black diamond. And she would pick up girls left, and she was hot as fuck. Like, don't think I didn't think about it, but I really didn't think I could fit her hand, because her hand was kind of big. That's the only reason I didn't do it. But she would just, like, pick up girls at the bar and just be like, hey, you want to go in the bathroom? And she'd pull on that glove, go in the bathroom, come out 20 minutes later, pull that glove off, and that girl came out with a smile on her face. Jesus. So I would love to see um, cock rings. And mm-hmm. vibrating cock rings, because that would be super fun. Yeah. I would love to see, like, little vibes. You know, like, little bullet vibes mm. or little disposable vibes mm-hmm. or something like that. That could be amazing, because you could just be, like, standing next to each other at the bar mm-hmm. and just be pressing the vibe up against somebody mm. and just be standing there talking and looking like you're not doing anything. Yeah. But you've totally got a vibe pressed all up on mm. her foot or something. Mm-hmm. Like, wouldn't that be hot as fuck? Yeah. That, I think, would be super fun. Um, mm. Maybe, a, like, a little mini flared butt plug. Mm. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. Be like, hey, a little mini one. In. Yes. Yeah. And then it'll be our little secret. Yes. You know, like, we, let's go dance after you get that in there. Yes. Yeah, and just be like, mm, mm, mm. Uh-huh. Oh, you like that one. Because I'd be like, wait, let me slide it in. Yeah. Let me slide, let me put it in for you. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Get your little dollar loot. Yes. Your little, like, $10 butt yes. plug. Yes, and, and then every like, now and then <gasps> smack that ass. <gasps> Oh, I'm loving it. Oh, my God. We're good at this. Yeah. We need to make our own vending machines. Oh, my God. Uh, they'd have to come weekly to refill and restock that shit. Oh, f- daily mm-hmm. on the weekends. Yeah. Lots of condoms and lube. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. As if you were going into the boys' clubs. Uh-huh. Or even the hetero clubs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the boys' clubs, too, gloves, mm-hmm. because they do yeah. anal fisting and oh fingering God, and yeah. shit. Oh, my God. So, yeah, it'd have to be a lot of gloves, a lot uh-huh. of lube, a lot of different... And, like, I know that some of the guys actually use the female condoms if they've got super big cocks. So even mm. in the gay boy clubs, oh God, getting those yeah. female condoms. Oh, totally. You know, just throw that up in your ass. What? 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 Yeah. <laughs> that would be hot, right? Yeah. You could bend two folks over, throw that condom up in them, and just mm-hmm. go between them. Some play <laughs> rope. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Little blindfold. I was just gonna say blindfolds or bandanas. Something to just Something, like tie around, yeah. tie around the eyes, just yeah. for some play. You know what I mean? Okay. So listeners, if you walk up into a club <clears throat> or a bar and there's this like awesome, sex positive, body safe mm-hmm. vending machine, what kind of shit do you want to see in it? Right. Let's talk about this because then maybe we can help the organizers that are actually creating the pink box oh, machine right. to like get some ideas for what they want to put in it. I'm sure mm-hmm. they've already thought about all these Where'd things. Where'd they say but... they were going to start it? Well, I think it's starting in either Philly or New York because the two people who are sponsoring it are from Philly and New York. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be in one of those two cities. But as they're having their launch party at the end of May, mm-hmm. and by the time this airs, they will have just had it. But um, as I get more information about it, I will certainly be sharing that with everybody because I think pink... it's such a great idea. Yeah, pinkbox.com. Yep, pinkboxvending.com. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, they're having a big kickoff event on May 28th, and then I'm sure that's going to help with funding, and then they're going to start, like, getting these things out there. But I think that's a phenomenal idea. Cool. Yes, totally. If you really want to have some super badass sex, who's not going to put six or ten bucks into a machine and get, like, a couple of these things? I mean, shit, they're going to roll in the money. The machine will take cash and all major credit cards. Hell yeah! Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it, you know what would make a dance club fucking the best thing in the whole wide mm, world mm. is if you get one of these pink box machines, mm-hmm. and then right next to it is one of those cupcake machines. <laughs> 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 
right? Cupcakes and sex. Yeah. Yes, that would be the best. It's yes. be like, let's grab some cupcakes, let's grab some sex toys, and make this a really good yeah. night. Hey, you yes. know, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, that would just be amazing. 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 Oh my god. Did you do online dating at any point? Oh my god, way, 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 way back in the day. But I don't think I ever went on any of the dates. I think I did like match or something just to chit chat with people. And then the community around here is so small, you end up seeing the (laughs) The people that you already know. Yeah. So it was like, what? Mm. And um, so. I do think it's bigger now. I think that. Uh, you know, maybe I did one. I did one. Yeah. I think, and that's how I met, is that where I met her? That was the one Asian that I dated. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's not going to work out. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because she was Asian? Because she was Asian. For real? I didn't have a, I didn't have a thing for Asians. I don't have a you thing. You have to have a thing for Asians to I be have with to have an a, Asian? I do. I had, I mean, like, it was something <laughs> about, I mean, like, I didn't have a th- I can't be with you because you're Asian and I don't have an Asian thing. I don't have an Asian, Asian thing. Yeah, it was, like, weird. It was almost like dating my sister or something. You know what I mean? It was like, uh, Oh, my God. There was... A- so, clearly, you're not, like, an Asian purist. You can only date other Asians. No. Because there's, like, folks who have red hair who yes. are, like, in the ginger club. We have to continue the ginger only purity ginger by pur- only dating no. other gingers. And there are, like, you know, most Asians or Koreans or whatever, like, that. You, you better only date another Korean or your ass uh-huh. is grass, whatever. And, and you were I, like, fuck that tradition. I don't, and maybe, you know, I hate to say it now, like, right now, I don't know if, it, if, it, if there was another Asian that came up or whatever. I just haven't met one that I would do. Huh. You know what I mean? Not even, she, like, super pretty, girly, porny kind of... Asian girl? She was totally, mm-mm, no. Mm. Like, she was totally, she was petite, she was an awesome dancer, she had that long black hair, and she was, like, cute, fun, uh, very outspoken, energetic, there was, like, nothing, mm-hmm. there was no reason for me not to like her, I just didn't have it. Huh. Mm-mm. We went out one date, and she wanted to continue dating, and... and you were like, no, Because no she was Femi, and I was Butch, <laughs> and she totally dug that, and she just thought I was the bee's knees, and I was just like, I'm not feeling it. <laughs> because you're Asian. She, maybe be, not because she's Asian. She just, let's just say she just happened to be Asian, and it just wasn't, oh, there wasn't a connection. It's like, Sorry. there was this one girl I didn't like, and it just so happens that she's Asian. <laughs> Not because she was Asian. I don't know. But it was, that was the only Asian that I've ever dated. Yeah. And I think that was the one that I met online, like oh. a, on Match or something. Yeah. And we kept in touch and communicated and like texted every now uh-huh. and then. And I think there was, I think she ended up getting married and having babies and moving out west. Wow, good for her. Yeah. Sweet. Uh huh. Lesbian. Which is the same thing bitch ass did. There you go. Mm-hmm. She moved out west. She she married a she married a lesbian. Went out to California and then come to find out they divorced out there. And then the next thing I know, she's married to some dude and then popped out a baby or two. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, considering that's kind of the tra- trajectory I'm on, what's wrong with that? Nothing's wrong with that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was just like, that's just you know, that's just what you do. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Other than the so, popping out babies part. Yeah. That's pretty much mm-hmm. the trajectory I happen to be yeah, on right now. Like, anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> My line is very curvy. <laughs> I just go all kinds of different directions. That's right. So the reason I asked you about online dating is because 
<laughs> there was this great article on medium.com mm-hmm. called the dickonomics of tinder yes. and so okay first of all this is slightly offensive to 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 dudes to cis dudes Totes. but it's in the spirit of upping game which we talked about with cooper like guys have to up their game yeah and women are going to continue in the swinging community and in the straight online community to have all of the power as long as dudes don't up their game because women can be choosy because like dudes are being stupid yeah and so this whole article is awesome because the writer has this saying called dick is abundant and low value and so she's talking about how if she sees a super hot dude, but he doesn't have any bio at all, and all the pictures are gym selfies, dick is abundant and low value. Mm-hmm. Moving on. And then yeah. lists only an Instagram is bio, dick is abundant and low value. Mm-hmm. Quotes Jack Kerouac, dick is abundant and low value. <laughs> Went to Burning Man twice, dick Lame. is abundant. And she just keeps going through uh-huh. and talking about how, like, the people that she actually ends up hooking up with on Tinder aren't the people that guys think women want. So it's not the Armani suit wearing, six Mm -hmm. pack wearing, only selfies of me in the gym kind of guys. It's like the super normal guys that are actually like kind of nice. And so she actually credits this motto with somebody else from Twitter and we'll share the article so you can read it. But she's basically talking about how, I love this quote from the article. It says, in my memory, those last six words, Mm -hmm. which are dick dick is abundant and low value, emerged from the screen with their outer edges glowing like the inscription in the dark tongue of Mordor on the one ring. (laughs) Like, I love that so much. Oh, my God. So she's been talking about how she's really realized, like, this is a truth. She doesn't have to lower her standards or get treated like shit because there's always going to be more people out there. And honestly, this doesn't only apply to guys. It's the fact that there's lots of people out there and you don't have to lower your standards Mm -hmm. or compromise yourself thinking that there aren't going to be other people. There's always more people. But she kind of is joking about how Tinder is truly leveling the playing field between the genders when it comes to this because... Um, she's like, if a guy leads with a pussy joke about my cat, dick is abundant and low value, Mm -hmm. you know, chooses a meeting place that doesn't account for my commute and makes Mm -hmm. me drive farther. Next asks for nudes too soon. Next Mm -hmm. cancels twice. Next. And she has started really respecting herself and being able to just be like, no, there's more guys. So the article is actually really funny and kind of talks about how at first, guys were treating tinder like basically oh look all of these throwaway sluts mm-hmm. you know and yes. it was kind of treated like girls gone wild and any girl who was on tinder guys just assumed they could treat any way they wanted mm-hmm. and they'd get sex and they really kind of started off being super shitty and you can mm-hmm. certainly still find that on twitter or on tinder because yeah by philippe and tinder nightmares is alive and well But what's happening is the guys who treat women as disposable and Mm -hmm. who don't actually really show up are getting made fun of and are not getting hookups and Mm -hmm. are not getting sex. And the guys who actually have well done profiles with Mm -hmm. punctuation, who actually are funny and treat the women with respect and like are nice to them are getting all kinds of play. Mm -hmm. And the author of this article is like, I'm not looking for a boyfriend. I seriously just want lots of hookups and like great sex. But, but with, with someone who's treating me nice like a guys. human being. Yeah. 
Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, and she even says, bless their blue-barled little hearts. <laughs> and she, she's talking about how, like, the reason that so many of these guys are failing on Tinder is because of the way that they're treating it. And she quotes this one tweet that says, my findings show that about 80% of women don't know what Tinder is for. And another one is, I always get the girls on Tinder who act like they don't know what Tinder is for. Shake my fucking head. And it's because these guys are basically like, hey, want to fuck? When are you getting to my house? And there's no treating the other person like a human being. Mm -hmm. And I totally love this article so much because one of the things that she actually really likes about Tinder, and I like this too, is that first of all, nobody can message you on Tinder unless you match. So one of the things that drives me fucking nuts about OkCupid, and I was Mm -hmm. actually on there last night looking, I get so many messages from people on fucking OkCupid where, like, our match rate's, like, 20% or 30%, and they're messaging me, even though we have nothing in common, Mm -hmm. we have absolutely none of the same values, Mm -hmm. we do not want the same thing whatsoever out of OkCupid, and they're just Mm -hmm. like, hey, baby, what's up? You know, and don't waste my time. When you're on OkCupid, does and then you look at somebody's profile. Does there is there something that instantly tells you you have a twenty percent match with this person? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Yeah, based on like all of your answers to all your okay. questions and stuff, and what you're so looking for. So if I'm for. like scrolling through, like let's say, you know, if I'm scrolling through my matches, it'll be ninety nine percent, ninety seven percent, eighty two percent, twenty one percent, thirty percent. An OkCupid. An OkCupid. How do you have a? How do you know it's a match? What do you mean? Like people um, that you've liked or whatever? No, or? the way OkCupid works is you complete your profile, uh-huh. you answer a whole bunch of questions about what you're looking for uh-huh. and then there's these optional questions that are all about like your politics your values okay you know the kind of sex that you like okay and then it goes out and it uses that data to find other people okay and it says hey you have these things in common with this person okay so they are in the age range you listed they're the race you listed they okay. make the amount of money you listed or you can just and, do a search yeah or you can do a search okay but basically what's happening is i think that some of these guys are like oh I'm in her age range and she's within 50 miles. Clearly I should message Uh, her, but our match rates like 20% or 50%. And I go and I look and like, we have absolutely nothing in common. They're super conservative and like make fun of liberals, which (laughs) you won't last five minutes (laughs) with me. And like are anti-feminist and like all this kind of bullshit and like hunting. And I'm the biggest animal rights lover on the face Mm -hmm. of the planet, you know? And so it's just (laughs) the CEO of NRA. Right. Exactly. (laughs) On OkCupid. I can't stop people from messaging me and wasting right. my time. Uh, I can't make that not happen. Mm-hmm. Now, I can be selective in who I reply to, but I get these notifications and I log in. I literally right now have like 200 messages in my OkCupid and maybe fuck? 10 of them are people who I would consider like oh decent mas- matches. But on Tinder, that can't happen. Mm-hmm. On Tinder, someone can only message me if, if I right. like them and mm-hmm. they like me too. Okay. Now. What I've learned from talking to a few guys on Tinder is a lot of dudes actually swipe right on 100% of the women. They don't read their profiles. They just swipe right, swipe right, over and over and over and over and over, 100% of the women. And then they wait to see which of the women match them. And then they go read their profile and decide if they like you or not. Because this happened to me twice where I got a match and I was like, oh, hey, how's it going? We got a match, da 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 And then they write back and they're like, oh, I actually just read your profile. I don't like you. I'm unmatching you. And I'm like, why did you do this? Oh, I swipe right on all of them just to see who messages me. But anyway, that's not very often. Wow. I will stab you in the eye. I know. But the other cool thing about Tinder is not only can no one message you unless you're a match, 
if at any point during your conversation you decide I actually don't like this person, you can unmatch them, and then they oh. can't message you anymore. Oh, and Ooh, I like that. Right. So women, and I'm being very like heteronormative right now, but women have a lot more control in Tinder mm. because they can't, they're not getting messaged from all just the like dweebs. So once you like, unmatch them, you won't be able to hear any of their hate messages. Exactly. They like, can't contact bitch. you. Yeah. They can't like any of that kind of crap. Okay. And I have gotten that on OkCupid. Okay mm-hmm. You know, like the few guys that I've yeah, been I've like, some of your stories yeah, like, exactly. Why the like, fuck aren't you writing oh, me back? That, yes. Yeah. Right. Right. You yeah. read my message, but you're not going to fucking say anything. What do you yeah. think you're better than me? Yeah. Well, now I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for clearing that up. Yeah. Right. So this article actually is really great and talking about how she feels like she has mm-hmm. so much more control yeah. and on Tinder versus OkCupid, which mm-hmm. she thinks has actually turned into like a crap. Okay, Cupid. Yeah, yeah, I have to actually agree. The quality of what I've seen on mm-hmm. OkCupid late the past couple of years is really not great. Mm-hmm. But you know, <laughs> the thing is. The guys on Tinder who actually talk to me mm-hmm. and engage in conversation and ask me cool questions and share about themselves and we have a normal interaction, almost like you would on a date, yeah. are much more likely to actually meet up with me and have something happen than guys that just throw out a one-liner and then expect my panties to come off right. because I'm on Tinder. And I'm not going to match with anybody that doesn't have their profile filled in, mm-hmm. that doesn't show a face pic, right. that only has like half-naked pics on, of themselves. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not going to match any of those people because... The likelihood that yeah. we're going to be able to carry on a conversation is really slim. Yeah. And that's kind of what this whole article is about, is, like, she feels like this is actually forcing guys to up their game. Yeah. Because the ones that behave in that shitty way... You're out. They're not getting laid. Now, they might be all over Tinder, but they're right. not getting laid. I and Like, those pickup artist bullshit crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, so I'm going to put this article up on our website because I think I think you guys would really get a kick out of it. It's no less than 20 times in this article, dick is abundant and low value. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's so hysterical. It's so true, though. Yeah. There is so much dick out there. And mm-hmm. yeah. Whether you're girl, girl, guy, guy, straight, trans, mm-hmm. whatever it is, you know, I mean, there are certain communities that have much smaller pools mm-hmm. just because... There are much fewer trans folks out there. There's way fewer lesbians than in the general population. Clearly, so. dick is abundant in fat life. Mm-hmm. Dick is abundant in any any of those. Um, okay, Cupid match anywhere. Um, when you go play, <clears throat> adult friend finder, mm-hmm. adult mm-hmm. friend finder everywhere. Yep, it is just bonkers. Yeah. And I mean, Cooper uh, on on that episode a couple of weeks ago was right. He hates that. It's just kind of this known that women in the swing community have all the power. Yes. And they can reject everybody. Mm -hmm. And it's because guys aren't upping their game. Mm -hmm. And so as long as guys aren't upping their game, then women are going to be able to have Mm -hmm. all the power in determining who gets to have sex. Yeah. And that's kind of becoming the case in a lot of these, like, hookup situations where, you know, it's a little bit different, kind of all depending on your sexual orientation and your gender Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. But Mm -hmm. just in this heteronormative kind of space... I can just turn this off and get more and more and more matches to come up if I want to. So, guys, take five minutes to use some punctuation and have some, like, normal, I'm a person looking for another person, and you're going to get way more play. Even if it is for a hookup. Totally. At least make everything look good. Yeah. Oh, I have a 
friend who up, has used Tinder for, I, I don't even know how many hookups. Uh-huh. And she's in a relationship now, so she's not doing it now. But for the past couple of years, she's actually the person that told me about uh-huh. Tinder. The first, per- the first person that ever showed me Tinder. And it was, uh-huh. we were sitting in a Panera. And she was using Tinder for all kinds of hookups and meeting all kinds of people. And that's the only reason she was on Tinder was because she wanted to just have sex and kick him out of her apartment. Uh-huh. But she was not matching up with guys who were rude or who mm-hmm. dismissed her or who canceled dates right. or who didn't have filled out profiles. And the mm-hmm. guys who did, she would talk to. And she wasn't being super choosy. Right. Just being like normal and kind of nice. Right. And then she'd be like, yeah, come over to my place. Let's fuck. Move on. Right. You know, but I mean, it's because the dudes were just cool. <laughs> so, like, I mean, it's not that hard. Right. People. Right. <laughs> it's really not that and hard. And it was um, something one of my friends who used Match a lot or hookup sites a lot is make sure you're truthful in what you put in your likes, I guess. Uh huh. Because people would put, like, I like bicycling, I like hiking. And then he would have conversations like, oh, when's the last time you went camping? And they'd be like, yes. oh, I've never been. Yeah. But wait, you put that you like camping on mm-hmm. your profile. Yeah. I do like it. I just have never been. Yeah, don't lie about anything. Like, don't lie about your age. At least experiment in whatever it is that you say that you like so that you can really have some dialogue to talk about stuff. Yes. Oh, yeah, I went to this campsite. No, I really just like the idea of camping. (laughs) No, you have no fucking idea. And in my case, I do not like the idea of camping, and I am still going. you still want to try it, yes. Oh, no, it's not that I want to try it. You're going? The the only way to attend this conference is if I get my ass in a fucking tent for five days. Which one? the summer oh god in the summer too that's last week of july oh god last week of july i'm gonna be in a motherfucking tent for five goddamn days remind me to show you my new camping stuff oh fuck this shit man i'm so (laughs) upset about it like i waffle between being angry and actually just crying Uh, it's gonna be hot as balls it's gonna be i'm i'm trying not to little camping fans i'm I'm in a by 20 and just strap them on my body. And I am so not excited about this. And I'm trying not to be a spoil sport because Alex is really excited about it. Uh-huh. And there's going to be super cool people there. But if I'm really, really honest, and I have not told him this uh-huh. yet, so this will probably be the first time he hears it uh-huh. when he hears this episode. I really honestly think I'm going to spend large parts of every day that we're there crying in the bathroom. Oh, man. I really think that's going to happen. Because it's going to be so horrible? It's going to be that horrible. Oh, God. Yeah, because I don't like being hot. I start, I get panic attacks when I get too hot. I'm super allergic to mosquito bites and I scar. Oh, God. So if I get mosquito bites, I'm going to get these huge welts and I have to like cover them out in ice and then it's really inconvenient. (sighs) But then if I cover myself with like deep body spray, us getting sexy and like rolling around and I have to shower every time and it's just like, I cannot think of any part of this that's going to be a good thing. If it wasn't the summer and it was a little bit cooler, yeah. I would be totally fine. Yeah. Like, I would not be it's upset the last about... Week of July? Yeah, like, if it was, like, the first Where week of it April... Again? It's in West Virginia. Oh right. It's the worst thing I can think of. You're gonna of. have ginormous horse flies. I know. They bite and put me to the ground. <laughs> I have gotten bit in my calf one time, and it fucking floored me to the ground. Yeah. Literally, I buckled me, and I went on my knees, and I was like, what the fuck was that?! <laughs> alien-sized flies are like this fucking big and they will fucking cripple you so i have a friend this super cute gay boy that i'm friends with and i we went all went out to dinner a big group of us a couple weeks ago and he camps a ton around Uh here yeah and i said i'm going camping in july and he goes dawn 
I am a pro camper and I camp all the time and I love it. And I would never in a million years go in July in West Virginia. And he looked at me and he goes, I hate to tell you this, but you're going to die. Oh my God. (laughs) I was like, I knew it. I knew it. I knew I'm going to die. I knew it. I knew it. Anyway, our listeners don't need to hear my personal trauma, but um, you will Mm -hmm. hear from me when I get back from that trip and all I will be doing is sobbing. So (laughs) I did. Yeah. I'm going to have to agree with him. I've done it once at the beach and it was horrible. Yeah. It was the most miserable fucking experience ever. I know. And like the worst part is where Alex and I are taking a bus with all the other campers to this location, which means if I need to leave at some point, I don't have a car. You can't go. I can't. I'm trapped there. That would make me panic. That I know. I'm like, honestly, like, like part of me is maybe I'll drive my car out there and then have somebody drive me back so and then you come back w- come in the, you have it hidden right exactly yes. you have an emergency yes. getaway you can feel somewhat better about like i have an out because i can totally see myself just reaching this like done point and i'm like fuck it i'm hitchhiking yes and just oh like standing God. out on the highway with no my thumb like, oh with my your God. many welts yes just <laughs> crying like oh that's let's go save let's that let's girl. pick, pick like she... that up whatever it is yeah. oh my god i picture this horrible vision like you got attacked by a million bees or something you got welts all over you that's just gonna be like it's gonna oh, be geez. the worst thing ever all i'm right. so sorry Alex. i wish you the best thank you okay anyway so listeners we of course want to hear from you we want to hear about your tinder stories we want to hear what you would put in the sex toy vending machine oh yeah if there was one we want to hear have you ever eaten a soggy waffle yeah oh god <laughs> yeah. no i don't want to hear about it i don't either actually please don't. once was enough don't write back don't that. write back and no. say if you did. uh-uh yay okay thanks for listening everybody if you want to contact us sexgetsreal.com you can contact us oh and one other thing mm. i just took this um class on how to make our podcast more successful huh. and the the two things that matter in iTunes are our title, which is good because it has sex in the title, uh-huh. and how many people have subscribed to us on iTunes. Ah. So if you listen to us, please go to iTunes and hit the subscribe button. You don't have to listen to us that way. You can listen to us on Stitcher or listen to us on our website. Uh-huh. But if you want to support us and help us to get more traction in iTunes, then we need everyone to go to iTunes and actually subscribe to our podcast. That's yes, like please. super valuable. So please go to iTunes, search for Sex Gets Real, hit the little subscribe button. You don't have to listen that way if you don't want to, but just hit the little button and then we get like lots of extra credit for search yeah. results and stuff. So anyway, you can go to sexgetsreal.com to get a link to our iTunes page or to contact us or you can call or text at 747-444-1840. And that's it. This is Dawn. And this is Dylan. And this is Sex Gets Real.